Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Confessions of an IT Manager. I'm Joe. Let's get started. This episode is brought to you by Spoke. If you're like most people, your help desk is getting swamped with the same requests over and over. Spoke uses artificial intelligence to automatically resolve up to 50% of employee requests for you. Employees can ask Spoke questions over Slack, through email, through SMS from your cell phone, and Spoke will provide an immediate, friendly, interactive response. No more, how do I connect to the printer? How do I reset my password? What's the Wi-Fi password? How do I connect to VPN? Those day-to-day questions that you all see in your help desk. With Spoke, employees get what they need to stay happy and productive, and you get more time to focus on getting things done. IT teams using Spoke are able to get back up to four hours of productivity per week per agent by using Spoke. If you're curious about more, visit askspoke.com for a 30-day free trial. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 10. I apologize for the uh, kind of long time between getting these episodes out. This has been a really hectic week, and, well, you know how it is in the IT world. Uh, Before we get started, I just wanted to say a quick reminder. um, Back in episode 6, we talked about developing an incident response plan and uh, coming up with uh, basically a physical book of everything that you should do in every situation where things could go bad. Um, Today in uh, the state that I live in, um, about 60 miles east of our office, we had a F3 tornado touchdown. Uh, Could be stronger than that. Touchdown in a decently sized town, went right through town, middle of downtown. Um, Two things with that. First of all, of course, praying for the family and lots of families affected and uh, whoever else may be affected by that um, as it's a very, very tough situation to be in. However, the second thing that I wanted to mention with that is that's a good reminder that we need to practice these and be prepared for these emergency response plans. Depending on what section of the country you live in, you're going to have different things to plan for. You know, this is the Midwest, for example, and uh, we have a lot of tornadoes, especially during spring, summer, and a few in fall. And that's kind of a common thing. We know how to plan for it. The other thing that we have is a lot of flash flooding. So water hazards. When you guys are planning about that, and I know I've kind of retouched on this. It's just a good reminder, especially after today's events. um, Plan for every little thing that could happen. Try to think about it. Sit down with others and brainstorm anything that's really going to help you guys and uh, any situation, you know, whether that's going to be a power outage, water in your server room, you know, stuff like that. Um, For example, even though the storms thankfully didn't really affect us today, we didn't get hit by a tornado, um, there's one thing that did affect us, and that is that our primary internet service provider went down for approximately three hours uh, as as they were damaged by a tornado in a different part of the state, about uh, 60 miles southeast of our office. Um, so they're kind of all around us today, uh, a lot of tornado warnings we had. We're still waiting on the National Weather Service reports for that, but... You know, it, it didn't affect a whole lot. We have a backup internet connection, but that was something that we planned for. What happens if our internet goes down? What happens if it's out of our control? What happens if it's down for a long time in the day? Especially due to, you know, a situation out of our control uh, such as this, which is uh, tornadoes. Um, 
in a lot of contracts, for those of you who have read or even write service contracts and SLAs, as they're called, service level agreements, meaning how how much uptime can I guarantee you, um, you notice that in most of those there's a clause that talks about how uh, basically this is all here and everything's going to work except for acts out of our control, which include, you know, acts of God, nature, all sorts of stuff like that. So um, this is one of those situations where... You know, you just kind of roll with it. You understand that that's some downtime and that's what happens and no big deal. But anyways, uh, just a good reminder for you guys today. Uh, it's actually going to be kind of the first section here of uh, today's episode because it's important. It's on a lot of our minds right now. There's some crazy videos out there. If you go look them up on YouTube, you'll see some crazy ones. And uh, one of the towns that got hit, there's... Uh, the capital there and there's even a video of the roof being ripped off of that which is really sad so um, our prayers are with them i've talked a lot in the past about cybersecurity and wanting to talk more about it and that's something we're going to start rolling in more to this episode and future episodes uh, kind of building up for october which is cybersecurity awareness month uh, i'll have a lot more info about that as time gets closer uh, i'm going to be hosting some classes uh, online classes basically uh, we do ones at our work uh, weekly, kind of starting off and building up from the basics throughout the month. And uh, there's a few of those that are going to be kind of like an outreach and uh, broadcast through WebEx. And uh, yeah, as we get, it's pretty exciting. I'm excited about it. It's one of my favorite months out of the year in terms of IT. And uh, as we get close to that time, I will put out more information for any of you who might be interested in attending either in person if you happen to be in the next town over or uh, uh, through a WebEx meeting. So speaking of cybersecurity, I want to talk about training and education. As a lot of you know, and of course it's circulating around, that phishing is the biggest threat to any of us right now. Um, the reason being is that it's easy, it's cheap, it can broadcast to all sorts of people, and uh, they are pretty convincing. The best defense against phishing and against uh, intrusions into your network, really, is educating your staff. You should always have technology in the background to kind of help you guys anyways, you know, layer three switches, layer three firewalls, you know, all sorts of stuff like that will help you. But one user who has their credentials compromised because they gave into a phishing email and clicked a link or responded with their username and password can breach all of that security and bring down your entire network and, and you got a ransomware virus on your hands. Um, so what's the best way around that? education take the time and i know how difficult it is to find time i struggle with it too but take the time to at a minimum once a month send out a nice newsletter email to all your staff about the latest and greatest in cybersecurity, or here's a reminder about phishing or anything like that it doesn't have to be a long newsletter it doesn't have to be multiple paragraphs or anything like that you know, even just a few sentences of, you know, this is the latest, don't forget if you see emails like this, be careful, hold your mouse over a hyperlink and it will show you the real URL, you know, just kind of some of those basic tips. Keeping that always on the thoughts and minds of your staff, as well as yourself, uh, will really, really, really help you guys plan for and stop and prevent cybersecurity incidences. Um, 
it gets a little scary. I've had staff members actually tell me that I scare them. That's a good thing because it means that they're going to remember it. And uh, it works really well. There's some great tools out there that you can use to help your staff. One of them is called the Fish Alert button. It is free. It's a free tool by a company called Know Before. Um, they're a neat company. You can actually use them to do phishing tests on your staff. And if they uh, fail the test, you know, click on the phishing email or link. They'll go to instant training, either video, a, a PDF file, you know, something, whatever you pick. It's really neat. Um, they're not paying me or anything. I'm just, I've used them before. I wanted to mention that. The thing I like about the Fish Alert button is it's free. You install it on their computers. It installs in everybody's Outlook. And the neat thing about that is, is that when they have an email highlighted that they think is phishing, they click that button. It sends it to you as the IT person. It sends it to know before. You guys get the chance to analyze it and say, yes, it is. No, it's not. And if it's not, you can send it back to them. Say, you know, hey, actually, this is real. Don't worry, you know, don't worry about that. But good that you're thinking about it. And uh, if it is, you just kind of have a heads up and you know about it. They don't see it anymore. They don't have to worry about it at all. That is super, super neat, super, super handy. I have a lot of staff that use it. They love it. It's easy for them. Um, and like I said, if it was legitimate, then it's not completely deleted and completely gone. Another thing that I would like to encourage for you guys as well is uh, those email communications. Keep the communications alive. You know, if you see a lot of the same phishing email, take a screenshot of it and send it out. Say, hey, you know, seen a lot of this lately, be on the guard. Um, but more than more than phishing, you know, just those topics. Offer some training classes to your staff. Um, new hires that come on, uh, that's that's a great opportunity to train staff members on your st cybersecurity requirements and basics and standards and things that you expect in your company and organization. Um, for example, all of our new staff go through an hour-long training with me where we talk about everything from basics of IT and getting help to what we expect and basic cybersecurity knowledge. Um, so that they're more prepared for when they start using our technology. Um, I highly encourage that. I think that's a great idea. If you guys aren't doing that, develop it. It takes a little bit of time, but it's def definitely well worth it. If you are struggling with materials on that, and uh, or you're not quite sure what to do, there are some great resources out there. I'm happy to help you as well, but a few that I want to highlight uh, the FBI has their Internet Crimes Complaint Center. They also have uh, a section of that that's dedicated all to materials and training and information. Um, that's ic3.gov, the number three, not spelled out. Uh, the Better Business Bureau actually has a pretty hefty cybersecurity section on their website. Uh, they have a pretty heavily interest in it, of course, because they want to protect our businesses. Um, check them out they have some great resources uh, Microsoft has some as well they have a kind of like a cybersecurity basic standards one and uh, yeah there's just there's just a lot more besides that I highly encourage you guys to look those up if you need some ideas or suggestions on more um, let me know I'd be happy to send them to you in an, a link in an email uh, give you guys some suggestions or topics or you know whatever that happens to be whatever's going to help you out that's all I have for you guys for this episode. I will try to get the next one out maybe a little bit sooner. Um, I apologize for those of you who are looking forward to it, and it's been a while. 
And uh, thank you all for listening. As always, if you are curious about anything, um, have any ideas of uh, technologies or topics you want me to talk about, review, you know, give suggestions to an input, whatever, I am more than happy to do that for you guys. Just drop me a message, uh, look me up on Anchor, you know, at uh, was it anchor.fm slash Joe, J-O-E dash Russell, R-U-S-S-E-O-L. Um, they let you send voice messages back and forth. If you're not using the Anchor app, it's great. And uh, Or just if you happen to know me outside of that, you're more than welcome to send me a message. As always, thank you guys, and we'll see you next time.